Gaming on the Frontier. This is Bruce. This is John. This is Trav. This is Pixie. Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier, your podcast of getting your guys together and knowing that the great road stretching out before you is going to be filled with fumes and covered with shouts of the crowd and the squeal of the tires and the screams of... Is that a chicken? (laughs) No time to explain. Just get in the car. Yes. Go, Speed Racer. Go. Go, Speed Racer. Go. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't run over the chicken. It'll kill you. <laughs> Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier. This week, we are going back to Fringeworthy and to an idea that I had 20 years ago is now going to bear some fruit because we're going to talk about it. And who knows, we might actually even do it as a product. We'll see. We'll see what TriTech Talents has to say about it. But what we're talking about is the great fringe race. So, Bruce, would be a good time to mention the card mechanism I came up with to add. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, sure. so another, way of, another way for if you as a GM – Say, say you're doing these multi-world races. Well, you need to come up with something for each world. And that can be a, a little bit of a challenge sometimes, especially if you're plotting the next adventure after the, after the current one. And I came up with this card mechanism. It's sort of a takeoff from how um, Savage Worlds does their, their, their chase uh, uh, mechanic. Uh, basically, you use a standard deck of card. It has both jokers, red and black. Uh, any Hoyle deck will do you for that. Um, and basically you're worried, you're worried about the suits and ranks. So the suits are clubs, diamonds, hearts, and spades. Clubs is a negative suit. It basically involves people, places, animals, combat as possible. Definitely you're going to have arguments. This is something that, that involves people and you got to deal with people that, that bypass it. Diamonds is a positive thing. It's fortune and good luck. You find things that help you, uh, they can help you if you can use them right. But you still have to overcome the challenge of getting that fortune. So it's not going to be given to you. you got to work for it. Hearts is a... Right. Yep. Hearts is positive people. So people and people who can help you and so forth. Only if, of course, if you can convince them to help you. You know. Uh, and, of course, spades is negative. Bad luck and misfortune. Things go wrong and you have to overcome them. The ranks is sort of is from ace to king, ace being the lowest, king being the highest, and they're sort of yeah, there's a reason because because they're also bonus points if you overcome them. Ah, uh, and the the points varied by the mm-hmm. ace being really you, yeah. you you could do as that particular one goes, you could do the one to thirteen in that case for the points for overcoming that particular challenge. Yes. And one and aces are always gonna be easy things to overcome. They're the DC fives and 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 uh Pathfinder Perlance and they're you know they're right. they're, de- they're they're 
you know, uh, standard standard challenges in Savage Worlds are even better than that. They're like, you know, you got to roll better than a two. <laughs> yeah, the things. You know, this is this would be something where mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm going to get into a little bit of mechanics, I guess. Here, sure. so this this would be something where you, your DM would want to have yeah. a deck or two of playing cards. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, maybe a few. Oh yeah, to actually lay this out with so proper randomization and mm-hmm. and the people. Especially if the players are sort of competing with each other as well. Yeah. Like if you've got them split up into two or three teams. Yep. Or somewhat. Oh yeah. Because then you have then you could give the the cards to the specific people. And I will also say another de- one more deck in that case, not for the players, but for everyone else. So it's for. The- for all the other for other racers. for the other teams, so in those cases, just basically uh, straight you know straight challenge. Do they do it or not? Bam! Don't worry about role playing them unless they are close. So ace events are things like you get a flat tire. That's not going to be a problem. You can change that. Uh, local, you know, you need these you, local can provide you an extra meal. You just got to pay them. Um, you find you have extra set fuses in your repair kit that you didn't realize you have. Wow, that's that's a, that's a great thing, but it's easy to overcome. You know, if you go like right. King Events, someone said something, and now you're running for your lives from the last village you stopped at. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone said something, and suddenly there's wanted posters on every corner, or there on every square inch of wall. <laughs> or there's, there's a local headsman looking for you with his daughter by his side, because you pro- you promised to marry her. <laughs> I don't remember doing Uh-oh. that. <laughs> Someone did. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You happen to look like the person that said that. Yeah. A, a, a beneficial king event would be you locate an opponent's secret equipment drop. It's up to you to decide, okay, is it trapped? Can I make use of it? Do we want to make use of the trap of their equipment drop? Or do we want to just, just trash it? Or do you just want to open it up and, you know, pick out one or two things that we can use and then leave it? You know, things like that. Or a similar or that that would be a Something key- like that I would I would definitely not be able to resist at least investigating. Yeah. So the question I mean, is with these equipment drops, are they guarded or not? So do they do they pay someone off enough that they're busy guarding their equipment drop? Now you have to overcome that person, hopefully not hurting hurting them, but figuring out how how to get around them to get in that equipment drop. Um, you, you pull into a local town and the people are holding a festival in your honor and but only if you would do them a special favor <laughs> uh, if you do so not only are your larders filled but they have, a, they have a man who can provide some spare parts that you can use on your vehicle but you gotta do that favor for them and I also suggest pulling these cards in pairs pulling two cards so you may get double double benefits, or you may get you know, the equivalent of I drew a seven a seven of hearts and a king of spades. Wonderful, <laughs> you know. Uh, my thought for that one, for like, uh, let's say you're going from the um, uh, British Emp- uh, on, on the Victorian world, you're going from the Congo up to uh, Africa. You have to up to uh, up through Africa. Well, you have to go through the, up through the um, uh, the desert regions. And there are air raiders. There are air pirates on Victorian Earth. 
and you, and you get and and you get and the scenario would be you get you get ambushed by one of the pirates. He shoots up your vehicle. Your water tank's been shot up, and it's now leaking water everywhere. Your refrigerator and your RV, if you're using an RV, is out of commission. Um, there's a village 40 kilometers off off the beaten track. Uh, we can stop there, and they can help you if you could help them defend them against the air raiders who are now coming along who want who want the uh, off-worlders for ransom. There's your scenario right there. Yep. And this sort of thing can help you out uh, if you if you're stuck. And you can also ignore it too. You can you put cards down, look at them, and say, ah, I don't like that card. Put that one back. Draw a new one. The only difference, of course, is the the jokers. Could we kept those in there? The red joker, something wonderful, it will happen. And the black joker, something horrible will happen. You know, they're the diametrical opposites, and they're the best thing that could ever happen to you, and they're the absolute worst thing that could happen to you. So those would be... But this is a nice little simple mechanic. You can work out for yourself, but, you know, so... Uh, 13s will be at the absolute... Uh, the kings will be the absolute limit to what the players can possibly do. You know, if I was, like, in, say, Savage Worlds, it would be like a... They would need a, a target number of say ten or twelve to beat. That would be a, a that would literally be a, a king card. If I was in say uh, Pathfinder, uh, for for your current for your current crew, Trav, what would be the at the absolute limit for them to do something in terms of a DC? DCs. Yeah. Assume uh, assume certain people aren't present. <laughs> Well, usually the highest DC I think I've ever set for anything, mm -hmm. either 35 or 40. Ooh. I, I think the highest you've done is a 40. Yeah, and it was like we're talking like for like knowledge planes, the equivalent of like Hawking level transdimensional physics. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have to be pretty high in a race it could also be a series of events as well too because it doesn't necessarily be one number it's just how doesn't necessarily have to be but yeah yeah i mean in the case of the air pirates it's going to be a series of things you have to do to defend against them and maybe take them down somehow and you know you know along the way you know not worth their while yeah yeah basically yeah. we we we've shoved them into the magnificent 7 you know scenario Hopefully they won't have the ending that the Magnificent Seven had. Um, how many people survived in that movie again? Of the main characters? <laughs> but yeah, you, you end up with a situation where you're defending the town from the air raiders. And you're trying to convince them, no, don't turn us over, please. Give the raiders so much trouble to just decide, you know what, this isn't worth it. We're going to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Go. But this is a way to add that extra bit, and the and as I said the number, the the value of the card, the rank of the card, the king being thirteen and ace being one, is that the, if you can do it, that's your bonus points as well. So your race, say, say your race, you you're, you get five points for every world you you cover. These would be extra bonus points you can actually get. They may make it make the difference for the. Uh, overall standings. Now remember, the GM also is rolling for the NPCs and they may be doing just as well as you're doing. We'll see. I mean, it's also quite possible that when you enter the end of that little town, that little desert town in, in the western Sahara, you're there with another team. And they're deciding, 
you know, we could hand it over to the pirates and we can get away with Scott's free. <laughs> yeah. That that might be their method of completing the challenge. Yeah, so there there's conflict there. And as you can see, this is where the race is more of a framing mechanism than a an actual than an actual race because it's basically it's how you players get into trouble. They got things they have to do, th then they have to then get onto the next checkpoint and deal with situations there. Like I said, the the rally, the great fringe race where you're going across the nine worlds of the new Commonwealth, it would be a long campaign. Yes, well, it would be. Yeah. So, but that's that's another way of adding complexity uh, that I came up with. It's a, like I say, it's an, it, if you it, use it, if you wish, um, just you know, remember club, you know, clubs and clubs and heart, uh, clubs and spades are bad, diamonds and hearts are good. Just decide how you want them to be: good fortune or good people, whatever. However you want to do it. Yeah. But that's another way of getting scoring in and actually make it in games, uh, give it an in-game reason for the score as well. So I, so after scoring, I see we have, oh yes, yeah, the pit crew. Now that would be an interesting thing, Bruce. Uh, in the early in the early years, you're your own pit crew, <laughs> or your pit crew has to be on a world. Yes, you have to get to a world for them to work on your vehicle. Otherwise, you got to do everything. Yeah. But if it's in the first five years, you are literally your own pit crew. You hopefully are getting to your equipment drop, uh, and, and then working on your vehicle, changing those tires. Uh, I remember mentioning this. Uh, I think I mentioned. Did I mention the Steve Bruce? I mentioned somebody. No, I mentioned someone else. This this is kind of on the track because when my parents got married, they decided to hit up the Alcan Highway. It hadn't been finished yet. This is in the in the fifties, uh, mid fifties, and my dad said he went up that they went up there with six spare tires. They had to buy two before they got the gnome. Oh yeah, I remember you told us about this. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a you know it's you'll be carrying a lot of spare parts in your vehicle because the French Pass no problem. You're not going to get a flat tire unless you really are running on on threads, you know, on on bald tires on the French Pass. Off the French Pass. Um, Anything goes. Yeah, yeah. And changing tires, and I know some players say, "Hey, can we have a, re a tire repair kit?" And I would look at them and then go, "A radio tire repair kit? <laughs> sure, if you if you if you want to sit there and reweave the the Kevlar and all that stuff. <laughs> Lots of spare tires." Uh, but uh, that's when you just get blank stares from the entire table. Well, Trav, you know, you know do they make tire repair kits for 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 standard uh, car tires? Tire repair kits? I don't think so. No, no, no. You got your your little plugs that you you like put the 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 wet leather in to plug it, and patches, and you've got um. And I won't use the brand name, even though the brand name is because, you know, like how Kleenex instead of facial tissue. Fine. Fix a flat. Mm -hmm. Things like that, which. It, it might patch it up mm. for a little while. Yeah, yeah but. But you need it's fix like. A flat, yeah, fix a flat and patches like that are not meant to be run on for a long time. It's, it's like, a like driving on a 
donut. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. You do it just to get to the next stop. Yep. So you can actually replace the thing. Yeah. Yes. It's like the 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 fake spare tire now in most cars. It's there as you can go the forty miles to the nearest uh, nearest tire shop or, or service station. Called a donut. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know much, but I know that's called a donut. Yeah. Thank you. Actually, I did yeah, she, did not know that. I have. I didn't know it either. <laughs> really? Oh. I, th- I think it might be regional. Uh, that's what I'm thinking too. Knew it was up, here, a donut. That, up here, that's what we call it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Huh. Is it weird because John called it a donut? Did I? Not you. Oh, other John. Other John. Sorry. <laughs> her her ex stepfather. Uh, yeah. 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 So. So we. So the choices are: you bring everything with you. Uh, yeah, you are taking the RV with a trailer. That's the only way I can see you doing yeah. that. Yeah. But the thing you, you won't. You still got. You still got the whole. You can only have so much stuff yeah. in there. And you're depending on certain things not breaking down. Like when I mentioned the refrigerator on the RV, my parents had an RV and they had a. Uh, a uh, natural gas refrigerator. That thing ran for ten years, and it was still wow. perfectly good. It was fa- it was fairly straightforward and simple. Uh, fairly straightforward and simple uh, heat pump was what it was, and not very many moving parts in it. Uh, so it's one of the things I wouldn't carry spare parts for. It's you know there's there's going to be things in your vehicle you can look at and say what's the fair rate on this one? Once every two hundred thousand hours, I'm not carrying spare parts for that. That, of course, is what the GM breaks on your vehicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the things you would never care spare parts for because they don't fail in normal usage. But this is not normal usage. That's true. But, you know, are you going to carry a complete set of coils for a refrigerator? No. No? <laughs> not, when you're, not when there's so many other com- more common problems that could happen. Yeah. I think on a race where you're expected to carry everything, yeah, you'll be carrying tires. Tires and and depending on the local blacksmith, be able to make you a new crankshaft for your vehicle. Uh, <laughs> uh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, very. <laughs> or fixing the broken crankshaft you got, and hopefully it still works. Uh, yeah, you would definitely need a you know. So that so actually, we never talked about team structure in this case. In like a rally race, you definitely want the six people on your vehicle. You got your driver. Oh, yeah. You got your driver. You got your navigator for you when you're off road. You got your mechanic, and then you got your backup driver. <laughs> because you know, driving on the fringe paths, driving, doing a lot of driving, you really can't. I, I, most people can't do do ten hours of dr- straight driving. Now the guy who's who's the Who's got the edges in driving? All this, everything built around driving. He probably can do 10, 12 hours driving. He still needs. To go. Let's see for D twenty. That would be vehicle expert mm-hmm. and probably endurance. Yeah, and, and 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 even then, people then want to sleep for another twelve hours afterwards. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's why you have the backup driver, or yeah, and then you have your two. and then you have your fixer. His job is when you get someplace, he goes out and glad hands the people and, and gets stuff for you. Your mouthpiece. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and yeah, yeah, we always have a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, some are mouthier than others. <laughs> yeah, but the fixer is a, a really special skill. He's more of the scavenger. He, you know, sca- scavenger covered with a face. So he's he's both a, both a, he can talk to talk. And he also can find stuff, on, you know, on various worlds. So you would have to have this scavenger face character. But yeah, you 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 you, you got to backup driver. So that's driver, mechanic, navigator, backup driver, face. Oh, and of course the person who basically is in charge of everything. He also probably drives too. But yeah, I can see him now going. Okay, uh, Trav. Yeah, Trav. Uh, I need to go to the bathroom. Can you take the wheel? <laughs> yeah. And do a and do a hot and do a hot hot, hot shift uh, on the on the on the vehicle. Uh, but yeah, 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 you know, uh, having driven with my dad, who was one, my dad was one of those guys who who believed in yeah, we can drive there. They're being two hundred, three hundred miles away. <laughs> no bathroom breaks nothing yeah the iron oh, yeah. man is <laughs> yes you bet i i used to do that going to conventions yeah richard used to do it too but yeah it, it's hard on you <laughs> uh, it's hard on you to do, you know I, I i couldn't do it i suffer from road hypnosis um uh, you know more more than literally more than two hours three hours on the road i gotta pull off my rest stop because I'll fall asleep. Uh, I, I'm just, I just don't do roads really, really well driving. Because I'm just staring straight ahead and I just get road hypnosis and I just go wonk right out. Now, me, I get, you know, with the hyper focus, oh no, I've driven the three, four, five hours when I would go with Habibi to Gen Con. Oh no, I was there, boom, four and a half hours, not a problem. Do we need to stop? Maybe because I was hungry. Yep. And our, yep. Or more a former 13, 13 hours from Milwaukee back to Huntington, West Virginia. That, that's another thing you always 16 have. 16 hours, those, I'm sorry. But that's another thing you always have on those long drives. A lot of snacks. Yeah. yeah you need, yeah, you're not going to carry all your food. You need to stop someplace and refresh. You can't carry enough food for a really long ride race. You're going to have to get, get stuff, which means that, that six know, person, but, well, he could be a hunter. The person who's good for, you know, snagging that deer. You get venison. Venison jerky. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Specifically jerky because it keeps longer. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and you can go on it while you're driving. Yeah. And I'm thinking of the of professional drivers. Our former, one of our former hosts, Jay Haley, he's a professional driver. Yes. That's what he does. He could probably. Well, I did it for a year, my first year and a half at, at mm-hmm. my job. Oh, yeah. I drove the little, uh, again, Napa Auto Parts folks, the little white trucks with the yellow hats. That was my first year and a half. Mm-hmm. Detroit drive time, summer, winter, didn't matter. I was out there delivering auto parts. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, there are some times I had some pretty hairy situations out on Detroit roads. Yeah. I knew a guy when I was in the service who, before he got into the Army, used to be a truck driver. And oh. Good, oh, God, yes. He would talk about the one trip he did from New York to San Francisco. And he had only a week to do it. You know, it's like, okay, so you drove 12 hours a day, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> 12, 6, 12, 14 hours a day. Yeah. 
Now, I understand, you know, we, we, yeah, if you're doing a really long race, if your race is 250 days, no. Your driver, after about 10 days, says, that's it, I'm not driving anymore, I'm going to take a nap now. Someone else drives this bleep, bleep, bleep vehicle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the one where it's just a five-minute beep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. They, they don't even bother. They don't even bother hitting the button multiple times. It's just someone hits the button and just for the next five minutes, that's all you hear. Yeah, which is a potential for a uh, another adventure. You pull into a town. The driver saying, "I've been driving for ten days now. I don't want to see you people. <laughs> I'm going someplace. I'm going to get drunk. I'll see you in the morning." And you don't. Maybe. And you don't see him in the morning. You, you you find out, oh, he's been kidnapped. Great. <laughs> he got he he got what, what basically your your driver has been driving for way too long uh-huh. and, and goes and gets what's referred to as blind stinking drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, if you if you're looking at a years of game a year's worth of game time inside of a RV. There's there's a reason why it takes a year. You come to this one stop and going, how are we doing on points? We're doing good. How are we doing time? Good. Great. I'll see you in two. I'll see you guys in two days. I'm sick and tired of seeing your ugly mugs. (laughs) And you go off and do something else because you just don't. You know, you've been spending two years. Yeah. Well, you're going to need shore leave. Exactly. It's basically leave. You need to get out and stretch your legs and interact with other people because you're going to want to kill them. (laughs) <laughs> because you've spent, you've spent the last two weeks in close quarters with people you really don't like, couldn't right now. Yeah, and maybe no bathing. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah, and, 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 and oh boy, the no reek. You never fix that one leak in the water tank from that from from that gunfire and back in British Empire Earth. Yeah, so you're husbanding your water because so it's for drinking only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is there's a reason why. drinking. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a radiator that needs to be fed, sir. Yeah, there's a reason why uh, most summers do not go more than six months. Most what don't go more than six submariners. months? Submariners, the nuclear submarines do not go more oh. than six months because by the end of six months, those guys cannot stand each other. <laughs> yeah, they, they go a little crazy. Uh, yeah. I have a I have a nephew that's uh, a submariner. Yeah, and, uh, he's he's six I, weeks yeah. on, six weeks off, or something. Damien Magecraft, he's a sub. He was on the submariner. He told me and Jen a bunch of stories about being on a submarine and what he had to go through. So yeah, oh no, they. I, they, I think even a couple weeks of basically with this RV camping on the road. Well. There. I, I think even a couple of weeks of that. Mm-hmm. No, I want to go stretch my legs and not see you for at least a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is also the temptation if you actually have spare drivers, Trav, go catch some sleep. Why? Because we're not stopping. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Might stop for five minutes to allow people to switch places. Yeah. About that's about it, and then we were driving through the night, you know, and it's stuff like that. And yeah, yes, you make great mileage, you also get really fatigued because, um, 
you're in a vehicle and you're going over bumps. You may be going over over the the Mongolian steps. You're not going to sleep as well as you would if you're in a in a stationary vehicle. So I, oh no, after ten after say a week of that. Oh, I I have to agree. <laughs> I I sleep on the way home from Marscon, was it? Yeah. Yeah, Marscon. The 12-hour the trip that got turned into 14 hours because we hit Chicago at the wrong time. Yeah. But it was like, fall asleep in the car, that is the most uncomfortable position I have ever fallen asleep. Yeah, if you have bunks to sleep in, you're in a moving vehicle. Uh, when I rode the train and got to sleep in an actual bed, I didn't sleep as well as I could have. And if you're doing this for, and doing this for a week, I started having making fatigue rolls at that point. <laughs> And if, you're, and if you're fatigued, oh, you are going to, sn- oh, oh, you are going to be snappish. Yeah. That there is all the snapping at people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's things to consider. Now this is if you were talking like rally rate. If you're talking more regular racing, that's a totally different set of problems. Uh, you may be tired from the trip there. You know, said so, well, we need to get we need to get from Pactramana to where is this place again? Oh, Skyrim. We need to get to Skyrim. Oh, how many? How far away is that again? A thousand miles? <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta go. We gotta go from what to what? Yeah, and the tendency is to go there straight and not stop. You know, you know, and yeah, people will get tired and people will get cranky and you will probably make, tra- you know, or, you know, and it, it will, you will make mistakes. Hopefully you won't end up trying to see if your vehicle can fly off the fringe paths yeah. or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go from Falkreath to Windhelm. We'll be fine. Yeah. No. No. Uh, one thing uh-uh. now, if you're in a more established setting, as we were saying, like say 10, 15, 20 years in the future, then you probably will have pit crews waiting for you at various checkpoints. They'll make sure you're no one's messing with your stuff, you know. Yeah, you know, um, and you'll do things. I know she actually mentioned steam these large supplies of water regularly. If you're if you're using the uh, if you're not using the recycling and en- recycling steam engines. But even recycling steam engines need to be retopped off uh, after about a couple hundred miles because they do lose oh, yeah. lose, lose steam. Um, standard steam engines you can get about forty miles, then you need need to rewater if you um, if you're not recycling. How um, uh, how far down are we on this list? About halfway. Oh, we're more almost at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, and we you know, we can cover a lot of the things fairly quickly. You know, like I said, you know, the pit, you know, basic equipment. That that's prep work. You know, if you're gonna if you're doing a long term com- campaign, and you're doing you, you need to have pit cru- you need to have pit crews along your rally. That could be one or two sessions. I would say you you you, you do. You, you show up someplace and you convince the local the local uh, barbarian chief that yes it's in his good interest his best interest to make sure your your container is not messed with and you'll show up and you'll get some things and then he can have it afterwards whatever in there he can have you know which is really big payment for him which might keep him from actually you know looting it in the meantime 
So there's some role playing there possible, you know, where you're spending it, you know, because you know, prepping for this kind of race will also take another year. A major rally across eight across nine worlds, yeah, that take you a year, maybe more, to get it prepped. Um, I would almost say you're, you're, you know, I would only do like one or two worlds for the for the players. Other people are doing the other worlds. Everyone's working together, hopefully. So it can be only like one or two sessions. You do the prep work, but that sort of gives the tone of how things are done. Um, that you know, just to establish establish uh, how things are working. Um, if we're really talking twenty years in the future, there are some places where you don't worry about pit crews or you don't worry about supplies. You know, you're on Earth Prime in twenty years. Yeah, no problem. You pull up and we can we can fix you. Yeah, you can go to the local Napa store and get get the parts. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've already talked about the race enough, and you you also said why? What's the things that go on? This is you said the framing things. Mm -hmm. These are some of the things that I came up with that could be part of your race that isn't actually part of the race. Mm -hmm. So as I said, like for example, you could opt the stakes. The Coptics want to use the race to determine border disputes or access to certain worlds. The ASA wants to get equipment that was confiscated by IDET, by the IDA back. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. member worlds who want more crystals or trained fringeworthy finders have a side competition. Mm -hmm. So all these things that are, you know, think that normally you might do through diplomatic channels can be actually done as as a as a competition within the race itself. Yeah. Uh, then there's the things that are totally. Out of the wall, though. In fact, it was a, a in a number of races in uh, Speed Racer. Yep. Uh, the Great Bank Robbery. The team is using a race as a cover for a heist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I recall, it was the big giant car that was like fourteen cars, you know, uh, all linked together in a big giant land train. Oh yeah. And it was actually, and they and they they were like that because they when they got to a certain place, they wanted to like rob a bank and take like you know tons and tons of of gold and gems away with them, or. Um, somebody could kill somebody on a world in assassination and use the race as a means to escape the world because as long as you're in the race, nobody's going to stop you, right? Yeah. Uh, it could be that uh, during the race, uh, somebody starts using a piece of equipment that's a T. Tamellan artifact, and somebody's like, that's where that thing went to, and it causes all kinds of trouble yep. as a result. But, you know, are they... Uh, is someone going to take it away from them? Is uh, is you know are are you going to wait till the race is over to 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 worry about who has ownership or mm -hmm. is this going to turn into something a lot more? And my favorite smuggling. You can use the car racing to bring in forbidden items to a host world. Uh, even do terrible things like drop off frozen Meller on a world you want to destroy. <laughs> okay, now that's the one, Bruce, that I was talking about. And again, I will use the more scientifically plausible term. Oh, yeah. Yeah, phallic move there, Shepard. That is seriously a phallic <laughs> move, I, yes. I'm just like, wow. That I'm like, is a very large one, yes. Yeah, I'm just like, wow, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, there's a dark side to me. <laughs> uh, or that you could, implies uh, there's a bright side to you. <laughs> I'm I'm all I'm all puppies and kittens if you know if you if you get if you be nice to me. Yeah. Uh, especially uh -huh. if you bring, and my players never bring me food or, or drinks. I mean it's you know, 
I'm, I'm so I'm so abused as a GM. Mm. Uh, anyways, yep. you could also use it as a means to bring you know forbidden items out of that world. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, in one of my uh, uh, in one of my adventures, uh, the the team basically steals. Uh, basically, the most holy of holy relics because it's got a crystal in it. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. And yeah. so, getting it getting it out is, would be pretty tough to do uh, because uh, they would notice. But if you, but here you are in these high speed vehicles, maybe you can make it to the fringe portal before they catch you. Yeah. Uh, one thought I had because I thought it would be interesting. Uh, unpacks, you know of. Uh, from Earth Prime, uh, the Japanese team. One of the team members uh, says, "Where are we going again? Oh, we're going to we're going to we're racing across uh, Euro- uh, Europe and then into uh, through Mongolia into China, getting close to Japan." He goes, "Japan, they still have the original Kusanagi, the the holy the grass cutting sword. Japan lost their the, their Kusanagi. Our Japan lost their Kusanagi." But here's the Kusanagi that is original. Ooh, I can get some Benny points, couldn't I, if I could bring that one home? And all the diplomatic problems. You know, I immediately recognized that sword's name. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to blame Naruto for it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I might utterly hate the character that's using it. Mm-hmm. Well, what you know, the sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's literally a holy relic of the of the of the, of the imperial family, and right. Yay! And what they ha- watching anime is useful. Yes, <laughs> it teaches you culture. <laughs> well, and how to do those thanks. wicked hand movements to do your do your key. Uh, <laughs> oh, the mudras, yeah. And we already hit upon this next one. Basically, you you pull up to your equipment drop, and the doors are open. And there's nothing inside the container. Because somebody stole all your all your stuff. Yeah. Hopefully someone locals you can buy it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially the tires. And and yeah, you know, and just on the off chance it broke down, if you have a problem with it, the new chip to control your engine. <laughs> Things like that, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that's 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 something. Um ooh course you you know because you're pulling from all these different worlds mm-hmm. you can re- end up with really weird teams mm-hmm. I mean, you can i mean you can have robot teams assuming of course that they can survive the fringe pass yeah. you could have you know monster teams from supernatural earth yep you know lizard teams you know, or, or 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 bird avian ones where they actually while the, the the race is going on they go and fly over to another vehicle and mess with the drivers oh yeah yeah and then fly back well you know it's nothing in the rule says you can't you know mess with the other drivers you know nobody has anticipated anybody be able to get out of their vehicles and do it while they were traveling but hey they can yeah yeah uh yeah, and if it's within 18 hours, the Mario team has blue shells. Oh. <laughs> yeah, how about throwing a po- how about throwing a pokeball through somebody's window? <laughs> Josie, Josie. I would do that. Josie. Dragon <laughs> grenade. Do that. Yeah. Dragon <laughs> grenade. Yep. So, it could get very very crazy and messy. Uh, you know, it's it, 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 I I would totally do that. And and then be like, 
Oh. It slipped. Yeah. If it is. <laughs> It'd be like, pull up beside him. I got something. Trav, it's. <laughs> there you go. 20 years. Floor it. It's 20 years in the future. Yeah. 20 years in the future of Bureau 13. They want to do the race. And finally, between uh, Roberta Robertson and a couple of mages, they came up with a, uh, what was that thing you call it Santa Claus has around him? An alternate reality field generator? Uh, yeah. It, yeah, an alternate reality uh, uh, field, an yes. alternate field generator that they mount on their vehicle, and now they can use whatever they want to drive that vehicle. A techno-magic vehicle. Yeah. With a reality bubble on it, which basically means it'll work on worlds where magic doesn't work. Now, Earth Elemental? <laughs> Fine, yeah, most... Okay, from from what I from what I do, usually if you have an elementally powered yeah. vehicle or whatnot, earth elementals give off power. Yeah. Now, fire elemental ones, those would be ones if you were doing the more Death Race two thousand. Oh, I want techno magic lasers. Well, fire elementals give free power off for mm-hmm. any laser fire based weaponry. So flamethrowers and lasers, the fire elemental be more than happy to donate to the cause yeah. but yeah the team cl- the, the driver cleric because you will have a driver cleric blesses the vehicle it works yeah. <laughs> oh no the bureau team you get a bureau team to to do this yeah I mean it would have to be down the line where there would be more than just Talbot's raiders they would have to find more fridge worthy agents to do this. Yeah yeah yeah. But yeah, it, they could seriously have like a techno magic car with a alternate Real- reality bubble on it and yeah, just go all over. And the reason why they're doing that? They want to sell it to everyone else. For whatever technology they can get from everyone else. That's the thing, though. To make something like that, not only a technomagic car or a technomagic... Ooh, like one that shifts. Oh, look, now it's a boat. Now it's a plane. Now it's... And then the the alternate reality bubble generator would be worth more than the technomagic vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a test bed to show what they can do. Which means people like from Skyrim want that. The people from Mario World want that. Everyone would want it yeah. because they would know that they could take their stuff anywhere and it would work. Yeah. Yep. Techno magic, weird science, sci tech, you know. So, well, sci works 99%. The only universe I've ever seen that sci doesn't work is Kryn. Yeah. Dragonlance. Yeah. And I think that's because the gods are suppressing it more than anything else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, gods, the gods decide the reality. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, of course, it behooves a lot of other people to make sure that thing fails. Oh, you know, Ramona Robinson, once she finds out, it's like, you sabotaged what? Hey, you know, like you said, Transformer? I can see, you know, uh, it'd be a Transformer. Uh, yeah, it put shape change on the vehicle so it can change in with some set, set shape so it can change itself. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some type of polymorph or... Yeah, something along those lines. Or, wait a second, why do we say vehicle? Why couldn't it be a dragon? Well, that's why I said the one where it says, you are you are crew. The vehicle is crew. Yeah. yeah. An intelligent dragon could be a vehicle as well as a crew member. Yeah. 
Of course, it's got to carry all you guys on its back, but, you know. Uh, or slung underneath it. Yeah, that's true. Or, or holding it in a cage. Yeah, yeah. With, you know, yeah. yeah. Or, or they build the extra big 13th pocket to shove you guys into. Uh, <laughs> many choices. A carriage of holding, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's up, nope. it's up there with, with uh, Kaya Folia's um, character who had the bosoms of holding. But, you know. <laughs> what, cleavage of holding? Apparently you've never been to Renfest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. If it's early enough, I see one of the things you can run into, of course, are our, 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 our favorite people, the Fringe Pirates. <laughs> Uh, as I say, different groups can show up. You know, there's no reason why they would want to get in on it too, especially if they're like they're, they're a forbidden group. Well, you can't get you can't forbid us to be in the race. Yeah. So, and they could use it as a means of traveling across certain sections of the fringe paths that otherwise they wouldn't be able to do. We're on horrendously bad terms with them. But they've registered as a competitor in the race, so we really can't stop them now. Yeah. I mean, especially about five years, that's when we had the little fire bases on the alternate platform. Uh, however, we yeah. can. However, if something happens to happen to them during the race, like one of the competitor, one of the other competitors takes them out, well, these things happen. Yeah. 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 Oops. Whoops. Oops. <laughs> Oops, my fingers slipped on the trigger mm-hmm. nine times and from three feet away. Well, you know. Of course, one place you have to consider where you want to have checkpoints. You want to have checkpoints on the platforms. For one very, oh, yeah. one very good reason, to prevent a team from pulling out the two crystals, putting them together, and whistling up a fringe train. Because fringe trains probably work no matter what the pearls are doing. Uh, whistling up a fringe train and loading up on there and getting, a, getting out of Dodge. Uh, well, remember, you can use them to skip a whole nodes. Yes. And yes, yeah, so that's why you want checkpoints at every node so that you can't use, you know, cheat with a fringe train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you have multi, you have lots of checkpoints, for, you know, so yeah, a lot of folks, oh, camping out on the, on the, oh no, actually wouldn't be camping because that's where you have your security. So the Romans will have a little encampment on their, on, on their platform. The Erdas will help them out. No, not the Erdas. Erdas will help out the Mongolians with theirs because Erds and Mongolians are in the same node. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so everyone will have little, well, it, it, once again, the French worthy, they'll have security on the platforms because, you know, we want to make sure no one, you know, people, we, we vet people before they enter our world. So they would uh, turn, turn around and become the uh, checkpoints on the platform. So you have to get a stamp from these folks before you can go on. Uh, if you don't get a stamp from them, hmm, we know you cheated. <laughs> Hopefully. That's where you test how good your counterfeiting skills are. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah. So anything else you want to toss at folks or well it, i mean it's pretty late so that's one reason why i wanted to stop i mean there's a lot of things that you're going to have to consider you're going to have to consider how you want to handle first aid you know are, are is, is it going is everyone going to have a doc box in case there's an injury um and of course if they do have doc boxes then the then the amount of in the the lethalness of the injuries can be very severe and that could also cause the uh on certain worlds, they could ramp up the difficulty because of that. You know, as I've already said, all you need to do is get the head back within an hour, and you can you can fix them. 
Especially with the Tremelin dock box. It'll grow you a new body. Uh, it won't be as strong, but, you know, hey, that's, that's, that's the problem. You know. mm-hmm. um, we probably should give a list of, you know, if you're looking for ideas, we do have a list of uh, movies and TV shows you can to check out. Uh, things like The Great Race with Tony Curtis. Uh, Grand Prix is another one. A uh, great example of, of a race being a, 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 a campaign, Cars. Also, yeah. Also, Speed Racer, the original, and the movie. I love the movie. Uh, I did, too. Yeah. It's an example of Carfu. Definitely Carfu. Yep. The Wacky Racers, for those of you from my generation. Uh, Days of Thunder, Death Race 2000, we talked about that. Le Mans, The Fast and the Furious. The love bug. There, there's, there's Bruce's uh, intelligent vehicles. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Cannibal yeah. Run, uh, Redline, the anime. Uh, it was a short series about racing. Uh, Thunderbolt, which is a Jackie Chan movie. He was in a movie about racing. I love that. Uh, Top Gear, Grand Tour, The Amazing Race, a movie called Bull Run, which I've never seen. Uh, Bruce, you brought up Initial D as another racing one. And one that's a, an anime that's running right now, uh, it's about racing. Mm, horse racing. Well, more correctly, horse girl racing. Uh, it's called Uma Masumi Pretty Derby. Basically, horse girls who are racing. But as I've been watching the, watching the anime, it's about... It's a great role-playing scenario because they're busy trying to... You know, the, 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 the main character, Special Week, that's her name, Special Week, she's named after a Japanese, uh, actual Japanese racehorse, is trying to become the best horse girl uh, racer in, in, in all of Japan. <laughs> and all her trials, and yes, she has not won every race. She's lost some races, which is, I'd say, that's great. I, I I really hate ones where they just can't lose. No, she lost a race. She came in fourth, which is even she didn't even place. I love that, you know. So yeah, it's it's a great little series. By the time this comes out, it'll be it'll have done its run, so it'll be up country country rolls. So check it out. It's really fun. Um, uh, any any other racing movies you guys can think of? You have totally forgotten. The some of the most amazing ones. Yes. Let's start off with the latest, Fury Road. Oh yes, yeah, yes, Mad Max. Remember, I was talking about stunts. Mm-hmm. How about going down the fringe paths with people up on top of those sticks, swinging from side to side to side as they're going down the pathways? Hey, don't forget the guy with the acoustic guitar standing in front of the big, the big receiver. So because behind him is all these gramophone type things the brits build some sort of mechanical amplifier and he's playing his flamethrower to- flamethrower guitar as he's driving down the road <laughs> and i'm reminded of the meme yeah and you said being a bard would suck you think you, you think playing a bard sucks z will tell you otherwise yeah right and the we'll second one him, had a, a big race him, in it too. Ask him about the one-handed part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What else, Bruce? The second one had a big race in it too when they were chasing the uh, uh, the tanker full of yes. fuel. Uh, Thunderdome. No, that was no, that was right. the 
That's the third. It was the movie. second one. That's the third movie. Was Thunderdome's the third movie. Yes. 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 This was the second one. Where they didn't dub over uh, Mel Gibson. That's right. It's the first one they didn't dub over. Yeah. The the first the first the first movie they dubbed over Mel Gibson because they figured no one can understand Australian. And, well, they and, they also did down the south. You know who they got to do that? Who? Casey Kasem. <laughs> Brain State, great school. Yeah. Well, he certainly had a really deep voice. So, yeah. may, I could I could believe that. Yeah. yeah. He was the original Shaggy on Scooby Doo. Yes. Anyway, on other race movies, I mean, there, there's a load. I remember, I remember, there were a whole host of them during the seventies and eighties, uh, various race guys. I, remember, I can't remember its name. I've got, I've even Michael Jan Vincent was in it. You mean like Bubblegum Rally? And... No, he was playing. He started out doing um, a demolition derby because I remember his vehicle had a hydraulic ram on it. They would use to punch holes in other vehicles. <laughs> Um, the, the, then he went up and be, went and got into NASCAR after that. It was a, a racing movie where his career, uh, it basically followed his career over like a period of like five years. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know about that, but yeah, there's, there's been, of course, there's been race car movies about demolition derby, but that really, mm-hmm. that, I mean, which could be one of the challenge areas, you know, where mm-hmm. you're not going for distance. Yeah. You're just, you have to pull off and then now, okay, now you have to go and race and uh, we'll see, and, and yeah. we'll see whether you guys can continue the race after this. Oh yeah. And, you know, and what was the one, um, it's sort of a race, even though it's more like being chased, um, uh, Burt Reynolds movie. And I can't remember it's I can't remember the series. Burt Reynolds when he's a trucker in the Trans Am. Smokey, oh, Smokey and the, the Bandit. Bandit. That's it. Thank you. Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> my my uh, a guy I knew in high school bought a Trans Am just because of that movie. Oh. It was the biggest sale uh-huh. sale commercial for Trans Ams ever. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, Smokey and the Bandit. The ones with Burt Reynolds, not the ones without. <laughs> So the first two, yeah. yeah. I have no idea where this is going. Well, we're just talking about race movies. I mean, any current race stuff. Um, yeah, we're just looking for inspiration because there's a lot of inspiration yeah. out there. Some of these movies are... Yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of fiddly bits we could go over, but really we don't need to. We've covered it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the way you put it as a framing thing. Yeah. I mean, you have to decide how much interest does your people actually have in this because you can make it a purely... a. a a real, basically a caper type movie uh, uh, adventure where it's over real quick with a lot of flash and a lot of everything, and you go back to what you really like to do, okay? Or you, if you really want to do this, then, you know, because Richard in his Portals 4 book, he basically at the end of it said, hey, there's going to be a whole new pathway and and which are going to be huge, and so you could actually have gigantic you know, five, six across races through the fringe paths. So yeah. it just depends on how, you know, which version of the fringe worthy game you're playing, what time element, mm-hmm. ever, you know, what your characters are into, uh, what kind of technology or magic or whatever you want available. Uh, I've even had players say things like, you know, there's no reason why the shape of the fringe paths has to be what flat. Okay, why couldn't we go to a section of the fringe paths where they're concave and they're filled with water and now you're boating? 
That would be, you know, yeah. if you think about it. Oh, um, yeah. what's not to say that there isn't a section like that? Yeah. yeah, and I said, you know, that's that could be perfectly valid. That was yeah. uh, that was one of James uh, Buchanan's ideas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, no, one. Th- uh, hey, come on. Uh, the Miller the got to have a hobby, you know. Yeah. And we also mentioned that if you the T Prime por- uh, platform was huge, size of the moon, and it may actually be we're only on one loop. The fr- the game Fringeway is only on one loop they put together. For all we know, there's another loop that deals with nothing but aquatic races. So instead of being yeah. full of air, they're full of water. <laughs> but like I said, they gotta have a hobby. Yeah. Fringe race. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm fringe racing. Yay. Yeah. So. Uh, it sounds like fun. So we're coming into the we're coming into the last stretch, yeah. Bruce. So what? Any final words? Only that, you know, like everything else in this game, you know, we want to, to, you to bring the awesome. So, you know, look, you know, look, talk about it with your players. Think about what you could do. I mean, this is a great thing to add on to any game, uh, any campaign. It's a, it'll, you know, it'll give you more flavor. It'll be a change of pace. And it could be the fo- uh, focus of a campaign if you've gotten – a little tired of the of just the adventuring and exploring that is such a staple in Fringeworthy. I mean, it's it's a way of doing things differently than you've done before, and we're all about that. We're all about bringing the awesome and doing different things. And we hope that if you do do these things, uh, that you'll let us know what you did and how you know what what kind of things you put together. Um, you know, what, you know, what was the peanut butter that you put in your chocolate and vice versa. So we want you to tell us. And so we'll again, always mention that we've got Facebook groups and also of course, uh, we have, uh, email and, and, and comments on our Podbean site. So please let us know what you're doing and how you're making you know, Fringeworthy the most awesome game in the world because it is the greatest game in the world because you can play any other game in it. And let us know how you did it because we'd love to hear it and we'd love to add you know that to our games as well because most of us here run campaigns of Fringeworthy. So we hope you, uh, you'll let us know and we hope that you are enjoyed this topic and we're looking forward to bringing you more crazy and unusual ideas, but you're going to have to wait until next week. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Gaming on the Frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts. It is released under the Creative Commons 3.0 license, no commercial reproduction, and any use of any element of the podcast must be attributed to the Gaming on the Frontier podcast. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org, colon 8027.